0: Welcome to the Spark To Your Success. My name is TJ Dow and I believe that we all have a bright spark inside. When you find yours, not only do you light up yourself inside, and that feels amazing, but you'll light up the world around you and allow other people to feel incredible too. What an amazing gift to give both to yourself and to the world. The Spark To Your Success podcasts are designed to bring you uh, a little inspiration, a little insight, and infect you with a little positivity as you go through your day. I don't know about you, but I love stories. Stories are all around us, aren't they? You don't have to look very far to find, well, tons of them. (laughs) They're in books, magazines, newspapers, on the TV, on the radio, social media, blogs, articles. They're just like, wow a never-ending source of entertainment in stories not to mention the wealth of stories that you and I get to create every day as we live life experience it interact with other people and then recount the tales of the day or the events stories are entertaining they can be informative humorous or serious they cover the whole spectrum of emotion don't they Insightful, educational, a way to keep memories alive, pass on anecdotes through the generations, much storytelling, captured tales through the generations. It's a bit of a hazard, though, isn't it? Like you passing stories on generation to generation, word of mouth, they get a bit distorted, <laughs> a bit like Chinese whispers. <laughs> you wonder how close to the truth are those stories many generations down the line. You wonder what that story actually started like and how it's been embellished along the way and bits taken out or forgotten and other things added and uh, may bear no resemblance to the original story whatsoever. Some stories are fact Some stories have a basis in fact, some stories are complete fiction and of course some stories are fables or parables even if you go back to the Bible and uh, all the stories in the Bible were, were parables. So I love telling stories as well as hearing stories. And I love when I get to uh, also listen and be in the presence of somebody who's like really a master storyteller. I've had the pleasure of some of those people uh, during my years, particularly in personal development, but in other environments as well. So I use stories all the time in my work, whether I'm coaching or training, because Stories bring information to life, don't they? That makes the knowledge more relatable, allows you to have a different impact. And pretty much everybody loves a good story. I love a good story. <laughs> it's like that little kid inside that just wants to come out and be entertained. And so today, of course, I have a little story for you. Hoorah! So relax, listen up, enjoy as I tell you a little tale right now. Right in the heart of America is a really famous town. It's famous for a number of reasons. Firstly, because it's smack in the geographical center of the continental landmass, so smack bang in the middle. Secondly, because it's a town of extremes. It's either very, very hot or very, very cold. It's either very, very wet or very, very dry and either very, very windy or very, very still. It's kind of like there's no happy medium in between. It's extremes. Just to the north of this particular town are um, high mountains where the water collects as rainfall or snow, uh, which forms the river, which runs right through the heart of the town as you don't expect with a town of so many extremes. Now, I don't know if you read about this place recently in the newspapers or maybe saw it on the TV or heard about it on the radio, but there was a major crisis there just a few weeks ago. Now, the rain started up there in the mountains, of course, heavy rain, ceaseless rain in the extremes. It rained for days, the river got higher and higher until it burst its banks. The authorities got really worried and they sent in the buses to evacuate all the people. Everybody left on the buses except a few who, re- who just refused to leave their homes. They just believed in that the crisis would pass and there was no need to leave. Amongst these people who stayed was an old man whose views were particularly strong. He said, I am not leaving here. And he told that to the authorities. I'm not leaving here. This is my town. This is my home. And anyway, I trust in God. I have faith in God. I believe in God. God will save me. I ain't going nowhere. So the authorities and their buses left. And it carried on raining and raining and raining and raining. And the river just got higher and higher and higher until by the middle of the next day, the water was halfway up the houses All the people who'd remained were leaving out of their first floor windows waiting for help. They'd had to be forced to go upstairs. Now, the authorities were really worried, so they sent boats to rescue all the people and all the people were taken to to safety. Except the old man. I'm not leaving, he said. This is my town. This is my home. and I Anyway, I trust in God. I have faith in God. I believe in God. God will save me. I ain't going nowhere. So the authorities and their boats left and it continued raining and raining and raining and the river got higher and higher and higher until by the middle of the next day the water was lapping at the tip of the rooftops and there sat the old man on the top of his roof with one leg dangling over the side uh, and of uh, one side of the roof and one leg dangling over the other side of the roof so it was kind of like on the on the point of the roof there. And the authorities were really, really worried, so they sent a helicopter to rescue the old man and it flew in low, flattening all the water around it, frightening all the birds with its chugging and chipping noises, and from a door at the side of the helicopter, a man was lowered down on a rope. "'Jump, jump, I'll save you,' said the rescuer. But the old man was adamant and waved the helicopter away. "'I'm not leaving!' This is my town. This is my home, and anyway, I trust in God. I've faith in God. I believe in God. God will save me. I ain't going nowhere. So the authorities and their helicopter left, and it continued raining and raining and raining, and the river got higher and higher and higher until, well, to us a long story short, the old man drowned, and his soul went up to the place where souls go, and he was angry. He was really, really angry. He'd been let down big time. To have all that faith and trust for what? He hammered on the gate, waking up anyone inside who might have been asleep. The huge wooden gate opened slowly, swung open on its hinges with a loud creak. Immediately, the old man demanded to see God. I've got a bone to pick with God. I want to see him right now. He let me down big time. Now, St. Peter, the one who looked after all the traffic coming through the gate, had all manner of qualifications in understanding human behaviour. Okay, okay, he said, picking up the anger and frustration in the old man's voice. I can see how angry you feel. And I have to say, if I was looking at things from your point of view, I'd probably feel the same. Cut the flannel, said the old man. I want to see God and I want to see him right now. I want to give him a piece of my mind. OK, OK, I'll see what I can do, said St Peter, picking up the hotline to the penthouse. Hello, God. Sorry to trouble you, but I've got a guy down here. He says you'll let him down. He's really angry and he says he has a bone to pick with you. What do you want me to do? Send him right up, said God. St Peter put the old man in the celestial elevator and punched the penthouse button. The lift shot upward. After what seemed like an eternity, the doors opened and the old man found himself face to face with God. Once again, he exploded into anger God, I've got a big bone to pick with you. How could you do this to me? You let me down. I trusted you. I had faith in you. I believed in you. I thought you would save me and you let me down big time. God remained calm and gazed steadily at the man. When the old man had finished, God simply said, What do you mean? I let you down. Have you not learned to use the gifts I gave you? Your five senses, your brain, and all the resources in the world around you. What the hell are you talking about? demanded the old man. First I sent you buses, then I sent you boats, and finally I sent you a helicopter. In your next life, you will do well to remember to take a little more responsibility for yourself. A story by Julian Russell. What did you think of my little tale? <laughs> now, I can take all sorts of meanings from that story and I'm sure that you can and did too. I would love to hear what it meant for you, how it spoke to you or maybe resonated with you. You can, of course, share your thoughts with me on Instagram at ignition.rocks, on Twitter at ignition2017 or on Facebook at TJ Dow or Ignition YP or simply you could always email me at info at until next time enjoy the stories all around you take notice of them what do they mean what could they mean maybe create a few of yourself have a fun-filled flow-filled story-filled week bye for now